0: It's a profit deal. (laughs) It takes the pressure off. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Say What You Mean. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jake. And uh, I look tired.
1: Yeah, I, when I walked in, I <laughs> could just see the look. I was just like, oh man, they've they've been through it. Both yeah. you and Jen just looked been
0: tired. Been dead for a week,
1: dude. Yeah. How's, uh, how's? I mean, I there's obviously things you can't get into, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, just overview, how's how's everything going? I'm sure everybody's looking forward to hearing. Right,
0: right. So, I mean, anyone who follows me on social media knows like there's a layer of realness that i'm trying to trying to trying to talk about you know Mm -hmm. because i I, I don't i don't know i guess i always hated when parents were like look at our child it's so great and wonderful i'm like there's no way it's always just peaches and cream Mm -hmm. dude there's no way um and especially in this this venture you know it's definitely not been all peaches and cream so i'm trying to share a very realness to it but um we've had some very hard days Mm -hmm. um but with a kid who's been through trauma and who's not neurotypical that was expected. Um and I think the foundation of of where I am thank God for the training and thank God for the books mm-hmm. and and the research that we've done because there hasn't been anything that we've come across that has that we haven't read about. Sure. It, you know, um when we talked to Lovely's uh therapist in Texas, we got to meet her and have a talk with her. She uh her therapist said um you guys have done all the research. You've done all the, you know, that you've, you've got all the information from the experts. It's like learning how to swim but not know what water is. Mm-hmm. So now we're learning what water is. Yeah. But thank God, at least we've read about how to swim. Mm-hmm. So, you know how to move your arms. Right, exactly. <laughs> and how
1: to pump your legs. So
0: yeah. um, overall, it it's been difficult, but there are moments that just make it worth it. Yeah. You know, there's a human being relying on me. Mm-hmm. there's somebody calling me dad
1: yeah you know i it, it, can't imagine
0: it's weird it's it, this is weird now i'm just i'm just now thinking about it but like she calls me daddy and then but there are moments when she's like hey dad and just the shortening of dad mm. it just gets me different mm. i don't know why i'm just like whoa
1: it's a, i think that's a more formal title yeah
0: yeah maybe mm-hmm. but it's like whoa dude this little kid is calling me dad <laughs> um But I mean, it's we've had some late nights, and we're we're trying to transition into some a better schedule, a tighter schedule. Um, So maybe that's why I'm a little sleepy. Um, Also, dude, uh, so lovely arrived on Friday, and I had a root canal on Thursday. Mm -hmm. Why did I do that? I can't imagine
1: that turnaround. (laughs) Like that turnaround, just (laughs) I was yeah. I was thinking about I was thinking about that. I was like, oof. Like I can, he, will he even be able to fully talk when he uh, <laughs> when she comes, <laughs> or he's going to be talking like fish, right.
0: dude? It was so bad, <clears throat> choking on my drink here. Um, like I, it was like three days after, and I was like, oh my god, how long after root canal is this supposed to like get better? And it's like, if it's not better after three days, you should call your doctor. And I'm like, well, it's definitely been three days, so I like call him, and the doctor's like, yo, if it's been like five or six, call us. And I was like. What? That's so, not what
1: WebMD said. Yeah,
0: that's what the internet said. <laughs> so then uh after after 5 days, 6 days, which is about where it's been. It's fine. Mm. But there were there were moments where I'm just like laying on the couch and lovely's like, "Daddy, are you okay?" And I'm like, "No." <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm like icing my face and she was sweet. She made me a little ice pack and oh, brought it for me. that's super
1: sweet. Yeah,
0: she's such a nurturer. She really is. Mm.
1: Um, tooth pain is the worst. Dude, it sucks.
0: Like I've always said when I hurt my back, that was the worst. I think it's teeth and back, dude. And at, remember, there was like a year ago <clears throat> when I first had the, the tooth worked on. Mm-hmm. Maybe not a year ago, but it was a few months ago. I had hurt my back also. So it was like... Tooth pain and back pain at once. Mm-hmm. I was like, the and I, I missed work, and they're like, dump crapping on me. And speaking of work, dude, uh, I was waiting for the text of, like, dude, when are you coming back? And I finally got it yesterday. Really? Yeah. It only took a week. Yeah. You better appreciate me, you suckers. <laughs> dude, so a driver uh, really? of mine quit. Mm-hmm. He's uh, trying to focus on him and his family, uh, trying to find, you know, do work that isn't so, like, long 12 hour, 14 hour days, dude. Yeah. So he loves to hike, and I was telling him about how, uh, yeah, that's Steve Blake.
1: I was gonna say it doesn't look anything like Steve Blake, but I <laughs> saw Steve. I was like, huh, that's new to the Steve to Blake the bobblehead.
0: Yeah, um, I moved the White House and Truman over there on oh, a okay. shelf, its yeah. own shelf. And then uh, I'm just I'm slowly putting it together. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about the pod space. Uh, anyway, so this guy he likes to hike, and I was like, dude. Jake took me on this hike and I couldn't I couldn't even do it. It it beat my ass and I go, but now I know my measure and now I know what where I want to get. And he's like, "I'll do it." And I was like, "Dude, if you do it, I'll be impressed." And he's like, "I'll do it." And I was like, "All right." And then he sent me pictures the other day from the top and I was like, "You're a freak, dude." <laughs> <laughs>
1: he did uh he went okay, he he went up to that yeah. that mountain, yeah.
0: Yeah. And he showed me pictures of the waterfalls. Oh yeah, Rodney Falls. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. He spoiled it, but wow. I got to get up there. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: the nice thing about the falls is it's only halfway and the steepest part is on the other side of the falls. So if you just are trying to get to the falls, oh, okay. it's a lot easier. Very You're doable. you like, come on,
0: Jeff. You can do it. At least to the falls. <laughs> no, it can't. It
1: did not go down like that.
0: Pretty much. <laughs> um, got our bikes all set up in here in the garage. I got I to gotta organize the garage more, but we went on a bike ride yesterday. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, she loves to ride our bike, so we're just trying to, trying to stay active, trying to do more. Yeah. Um.
1: Well, being outside is just such a good thing for mental health.
0: <clears throat> well, dude, like, I thought, like, this kid is gonna not gonna enjoy the Pacific Northwest. Day one, not day one, Sunday, uh, every Sunday, you know, uh, Alicia and Alex come over and we have dinner with them, and we started doing this thing where we would walk the dogs after dinner. Mm-hmm. Every night, almost every night, so... We just walk around the block. And Lovely's like, can I ride my bike? And I was like, sure. I mean, it's cold. Like, sure. It's sprinkling, and she's just riding through it, loving it. And she, she digs the Pacific Northwest weather. That's awesome. Last night, though, when we went on a little ride, uh, the cold air was like she was breathing it in. Mm. And she's like, oh, man, it kind of burns. And I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, oh, you guys are just used to the cold. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So uh, I do we We here in the Pacific Northwest, I do think talk about the weather as if nobody else in the rest of the the rest of the continental u s knows about weather,
0: yeah, for sure, rain,
1: it's like well, you know the midwest is cold, but we're ours is a wet cold, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. worse kind of cold, right, anyway, at least we don't have humidity,
0: yeah, I don't like the humid humidity Dude,
1: it sucks,
0: I think uh the town she's from was kind of like that, really, it was yeah, just like sticky yeah sticky what's up with you dude
1: uh i just not a whole lot i'm i would see yes sunday what did i do on sunday i don't know i'm trying to remember uh i went hunting with my dad it's kind it's the end of the season so i thought i would okay you know, go down uh it was nice to get tucker some a little bit of run my waiter's leak, which really sucks, because I I went one step too far and then went like went to where the holes Hole at, was, and yeah. then it just my instant just icy water just Ooh. flowing down my legs. That sucked, and yeah. then you had to hunt for a couple more hours when yep. you're soaking wet, and and that's just not fun to be sitting there in the cold, being cold, and it's raining. That's just miserable. Yeah,
0: I don't know why you do that. I don't know either.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I like hunting it. I pretty much, I haven't, that was the first time I had hunted in almost a month. Oh, okay. I felt like it was, I needed to go at least one more time and it was slow. There's just, Hunting sucks right now. <laughs> it, we Why? Just, well, it, the the weather's so mild, especially oh. even up north. The migration of birds is is stalled. Wow. It has been like it keeps getting worse every single year. Really? The birds just aren't migrating anymore. They don't have to. Like when they're when their uh, nesting oh. grounds aren't frozen in January. What's the point of them leaving?
0: Wow. I, it's,
1: so majority of birds are still in Canada. Really? Yeah wow there's a lot of geese that have pushed down yeah but because those birds like the geese that you see a lot the little like the little ones that fly in big flocks you'll just see all over this time of year yeah those come from the arctic circle like (sighs) northern alaska so like that's cold but like a lot of our ducks that come from the pothole regions which are just kind of north of the border Mm -hmm. i mean they're not experiencing cold weather at all so there's no reason for them to get pushed down to winter if they don't need to migrate why burn the
0: calories is so, that climate change
1: uh i would assume so
0: why wouldn't other hunters and i'm grouping hunters in a, in a specific category mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i mean yeah there's clearly a uh a, oh, I hear a him, correlation there i
1: hear him complaining about it every time all oh, the the, the migration stalled the migration stalled it's you know it's still warm up in canada but then you i uh, talked to him about global warming god oh, it's a myth
0: yeah yeah well okay so or the, or, the,
1: or they'll admit it but it's a cycle right it's nothing nothing that man has yeah. caused
0: well the cycle was is going to last so so if this if it is cyclical in it what does it last like 100 years so you're just never going to hunt again or your hunting is going to be bad for the rest of your life what does yeah, that look like probably you just assume that that's how it is huh okay so you went hunting i was thinking about your hunting so like you're sitting out there in the rain it's cold it's wet but you're doing something you enjoy. The only thing I can k- remotely compare that to is like snowboarding. Mm. But when you're talking about the holes in your waders, it's like if you go snowboarding and you've and there's one piece of your gear that isn't functioning properly or whatever, it just ruins the whole day. Mm. So that's the kind of comparison I'm drawing there.
1: Yeah. Thankfully, now that I have a dog who can go out and get the birds, I don't have to oh. subject myself to getting wet every single time is I it Boat In It? No, it's Tucker. Tucker. Yeah,
0: does it well? Does it really well? Wow, yeah, that's which cool. is crazy
1: for Doug. That's had no training. He's just so smart. He picks up on all of these little things that he just figures them out. Yeah. I've never trained him to do any of it, and he just knows. Like now he he's hunted with another with a train like a lab that was trained by its owner. It's a pretty uh-huh. good hunter, and he's hunted with this dog Gracie a few times. Um, it's a friend of my dad's dog, yeah. and when he goes with my dad or goes and it's gone with me, he like they're both there and it's kind of funny watching them compete to go get, go get the birds. Mm-hmm. Um, but in, now he will sit and wait. So it used to be, as soon as he heard the shots, he'd be out in the water. Mm. And now when he hears shots, He sits and watches the birds to see where they fall, and then he goes. Wow.
0: Mm -hmm. Wow.
1: And then now he's picked up because... That's cool. Yeah. Now he's picked up how to listen, like watch my hand signals to guide him to a duck that he didn't see. Shut up. Yeah. So he was out. So I shot this duck, and it landed pretty far away. It was dead, but he didn't see it. Uh Uh-huh. But he knew something was down because of my reaction, And so he starts swimming out and he keeps looking back over his kind of back over his shoulder at me. And I'm like, I was like back and I kept pointing, I'm like back and right. And I just kept doing that. And then he just like would start swimming that direction. And if he started to veer off, he'd look back over his shoulder and I would give him a hand signal. And eventually I'd walked him right to where the bird was. Wow. So he's super, he's super smart. Wow. That is like one of the most rewarding things. And then he's figured out uh, there was a crippled duck that was kept diving on him and he's swimming like he can't touch the bottom but he's figured out how to when the bird dives Mm -hmm. to try to keep him tucker from getting him uh tucker knows how to now dip his head under the like can dip his head under the water while swimming and grab the duck underwater like he did that on sunday too that was really cool
0: wow Mm -hmm. wow so it's a
1: lot of fun like it's it's kind of it's uh to me now it's more about just like i enjoy going out to get tucker like ex- that experience. Yeah. You yeah, yeah. can just see he's such a laid back dog. Mm-hmm. You've met him. There's not yeah. a lot that excites yeah. the, the big boy <laughs> and he, but you can just tell he is, he's in his element. He's he like, loves it. He just loves it. Yeah. Like that's his thing. So that's it's, cool. it's so fun to watch him. Just the look of excitement on his face. And like one of the, th- what I do to reward him because that dog gets so much treats as you can see by his size. Yeah. he, the one thing he loves more than anything is to be chased. Mm-hmm. So every time he brings the duck back, I'll we do a we do a chase where I <laughs> I I'll, I'll like stop and I'll like I'll like kind of like break down and yeah. then he gets super excited and then like I chase him around and he zooms and then yeah yeah so that's funny a lot of fun and then uh, Monday I went up to uh, I ended up having to work Monday which sucked. But Boo. I told him I couldn't be in until three. We're still um unfortunately the the manager who had uh COVID and his dad got mm-hmm, COVID, mm-hmm. his dad passed away from COVID. Are you kidding me? Unfortunately, yeah. It it sucked. It oh it's really sucked. So he's he's out for an extended period of time. God. So all of us have been kind of like picking trying to up. picking up yeah. the slack and uh so I was happy to go in Monday, but I was like, I was like based on the week that I had previously, especially how my week ended, because Friday and Saturday were rough. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can't come in until I'll come in to close, but I can't come in until three. You need you need So time. I want I went up into the mountains. Um and it's so funny, like I can't go anywhere without my like my dad is such a doomsday person. Like yeah. everything I do, I'm gonna die doing. Yeah, for sure. Right. And so the entire time I'm I'm going, he's like, I'm he's like, where are you going? I'm like, I'm going up to Fall uh, Fall Creek. Mm -hmm. Which is up above Carson? Oh, there's there's snow up there. There's snow up there. You're gonna get stuck. You're gonna get stuck. And I'm like, my car does fine. I have all wheel drive. Like, (laughs) I have a pretty good like understanding of what my limitations are. Right. I don't. And I was doing just fine, just tooling all up there. I was miles, miles up there, driving in the snow, just fine. Yeah. Uh, I was the only car up there. I didn't see anybody for hours. It was fantastic. That is cool. And then I'm just, I'm like, I'm kind of. There's a couple points where I'm like, "Mm, should I, should I? there was this like one kind of intersection where you could take up, you could take a ride and go up the goose. Lake. we could keep going straight. And I'm like, Hmm, nobody has driven here. Cause I don't see any ruts. Right. I'm just like, well, I'm just going to go for it. And I made it fine. Okay. And I just kept going up for a few more miles. And Jeez. then I, then I got about a mile away from the trailhead of where I'm trying to go. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden I noticed my bumpers pushing snow mm. and I'm like, that's eh, probably the farthest I, I'm going to go. Yeah. So I just threw it in park and, uh, <laughs> Me and Bo got out and we just wandered for like two, three hours. Okay. It was awesome. Just that is cool. trekking through the snow. I found some really cool little creeks. Um, that were up r- water was just rushing down mm-hmm. and hung out by those for a while. And it was, it was gorgeous. Cause yeah, there's some amazing pictures. Walking down some of the side road, like spur roads, um, that just, the snow hadn't even been disturbed by anybody else. Wow. It was just, it was just gorgeous and so peaceful.
0: That is. Cool. Um,
1: yeah. So I had a blast doing that. So that was, that was my weekend. Um,
0: I'm going to make you take us up there.
1: You, We should, You yeah. should go. It's, <clears throat> it's really easy to get to, um, and you with with my vehicle it would be just totally fine yeah
0: because you know every uh there's a bunch of dads you know that i work with and they're just like dude i tried to go to mount hood on sunday on the weekend and it was just you know you can't get anywhere without waiting for hours Mm -hmm. in traffic and it's like if there's a spot like that secluded just to hang and play and walk around and explore Mm -hmm. that'd be cool yeah um well, in the next um that sounds cool and they look beautiful too
1: in the next weekend, like if you wanna if you guys wanna go, just let me know, yeah, um, I know lovely starts school on next Monday, Monday. Yeah. so on a Sunday coming up,
0: yeah, so she must have just got out oh, okay. <laughs> um one uh you can continue after this point I want to make real quick, because uh, we're talking about dogs, um Harrison is I think the intelligent one of mine. Logan loves to chase. He loves playing fetch. Mm-hmm. He will not bring the ball back closer to you than four feet.
1: Tucker was Tucker's
0: basically still like that. Oh, it drives me insane, dude. Mm-hmm. Just bring it to me, please. <laughs> like Harrison will do it. Mm-hmm. Um Another thing. Lovely has a pet rat. And terriers were bred to hunt rats.
1: Oh, so Harrison is just.
0: <laughs> so Harrison, the, like the first few days, is laser focused on Ratatouille. Mm-hmm. Just will not take his eyes off that rat. Um, now, I mean, he sleeps with Lovely every night. And, you know, he, he's her little cuddle buddy. But And he's kind of been, you know, he's he leaves the rat alone. But mm-hmm. that first few days, dude, oh, my gosh. yeah, It's so funny because when you're bred for a specific thing Mm -hmm. retrieving or hunting rats like that's all they want to do yeah it was interesting
1: tucker loves his ball he gets i i i equate his his ball to like thor's hammer because Mm. his con like when tucker can just all he wants to do is trot around with the ball in his mouth Mm -hmm. anytime we go on a hike anytime we go anywhere Mm -hmm. all he wants to do is just have a ball in his mouth and he just trots around with it he doesn't want you to throw it he wants you to acknowledge that he has a cool ball, but he doesn't want you to take <laughs> it and throw it. He right. just wants to trot around with it. Okay. Um and Bo on the other hand will take early. He loves like those uh bumpers, like those floating bumpers that you see th- for dog training. Uh they're like they're or orange they're yes, plastic. Okay. Yeah. He loves those. Okay. Uh but he loses his like he loses focus so quickly. Oh. Like he'll take like I'll throw it and he'll grab it and he'll run around with it. And then he'll drop it somewhere and we lose them all the time. Dexter so, used to be like that. So what I got, to, so what I have to do is make sure I'm always paying attention where to, to where, where that oh. stuff is with him. But yeah. he, talking about laser focus on rats, mm-hmm. Bo is the same way, but with rabbits. Oh. And anywhere we go, we, I call it bunny watch. Mm-hmm. If he knows there's bunnies like in this area, he just it, it's insane. He just is laser focused, trying to find them in all our like every walk we go on cuz there's rabbits all over Vancouver now. Right. Oh, like, yeah. It's insane. They they've exploded. And but down at the fort especially mm. and I'm, like at night we'll go down there and let the dogs off leash cuz there's nobody walking around, right. but he's all over that property looking just for him. looking for him and he's so bad <laughs> at it because he'll run into the garden yeah. which is all like now they've they've basically winterized everything, yeah. but he'll run into the garden and then you'll see all the rabbits like skirt, scur- like oh, run wow. out, and then like we'll go hide elsewhere, and he'll still be running around trying to find him, But all the rabbits <laughs> <they're laughs> have already, um, have already oh, left. There's yeah. that many rabbits down there's there. A lot of rabbits down wow, there. Wow, yeah.
0: I didn't know that. That's cool. Hmm.
1: So. Anyways,
0: climate change. Yeah, climate change. So I've been watching the daily press conferences. Oh, like have you? Every day, I get up and I watch them. Uh, how do you say her name? Jen Psaki. Pisaki, think, uh, uh,
1: yeah, I think it's Pis- Pisaki.
0: Pisaki, mm-hmm. um, she's awesome, she, you know. And like, <clears throat> I, I, there's people like trashing it. Like, there's a compilation of her like dodging questions. Like, oh, well, so will she we she keeps saying we can circle back to that. We can circle back to that. I don't have the answer for you today, but we can circle back to that. What a great question. We'll circle back to that. Mm-hmm. And, like, somebody posted that, and they're like, oh, look at all the circling and a question avoiding that they're doing. I'm like, you know what happens when you do a press conference every day? You get footage of this stuff every day.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Guess what? She answers your questions the next day. As, from a communication standpoint, she's amazing. I told Jenna, I was like, yo, I think I got a crush on this lady. <laughs> and she's like, why? And I was like, "I." she's like, is it because she just, like gets up there and owns it and just, like, is so good? I'm like, I think so. Like, she's great, mm. in my opinion. Have you watched anything? I watched the climate change thing yesterday. I don't watch anything With that. Carrie and the new woman who's, like, heading the domestic climate change.
1: No, I saw you sign some executive... sorry I saw him sign some executive orders. Yeah. About emissions and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's limited in what he can do with, with scope and scale of executive orders. Right. But, I mean, they're still impactful that will be impactful especially if they're coupled with actual legislation that would have some teeth um yeah i mean i mean he's done a lot re-entering the paris climate Mm -hmm. accords obviously is a a one that gets major headlines his uh i like how the spin machine the fox news spin machine Uh just they it's a it's a lie at this point because they know they know they know the truth but yet they still spin it as such yeah but saying that you know uh saying that Biden flip-flopped from his camp from his campaign promise that he said on a I forget which debate it was either the first or the second Mm -hmm. that he would not um, he's not opposed to fracking he would he said he would ban fracking on federal lands he would know he wouldn't extend permits to fracking on federal lands which is like maybe 13 I think I think the the number is like 13 or 15 percent of total fracking is done on federal lands right so it's really not he's not undoing fracking because he can't ban fracking right with an executive order if it's being done on private land yeah. it's just not doing it on federal land which he can do since right. he's a chief executive and federal land is managed by the bureau of land management with which is an executive office right like that's something he can do but they're saying oh biden flip-flops on his plan bans fracking and that's so their headline. Like he doesn't ban fracking. How about all those dudes in Western Pennsylvania that are still working today? They're like, well, fracking's not actually banned. Yeah, but that doesn't matter because that's not because obviously that's like that's not the target audience. Yeah. So it,
0: that, it. I didn't even know that. That's interesting.
1: It's just super annoying. Yeah. Like it's that. It's that. Ki- it's that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Like Half truth, like these half truths, or in le- omitting important information, even in a title, that is purposefully meant to mislead
0: how are we still i mean i know i'm not i can't even ask that question how are we still there but of course we're there where the headline is just what gets it right Mm -hmm. and there's you know talk about compilations of like jen pisaki like however you say her name you know circling back we'll circle back avoiding questions right there are already so many compilations of fox news flip-flopping on like donald trump did this and then literally like crapping on Biden for doing the same exact thing Mm -hmm. like there's so many compilations you can see but you know it's just stupid it's so polarizing you can just use use the own devices against one another and it's constantly happening one thing that John Kerry said the other day that I really appreciated there are some concerns that I have regarding the climate change like addressing climate change mm-hmm. from this administration, which I will mention in a second. But one thing I did appreciate is like one one reporter asked like, you know, we're in the middle of a pandemic. What would you say to those people who are like now looking at the money you're proposing to spend to address climate change? And Kerry was like, dude, look at all the money we spent to, to address the consequences of these hurricanes or these climate disasters. Mm-hmm. We're just reallocating that money to prevent those things to work on preventing those disasters lessening the extremity of the hurricanes like and that's a good answer to me mm-hmm. and that is if that's what we're doing i think that makes sense yeah. we're still going to have those natural disasters but hopefully you know investing in renewable energy, energy and re- investing in in clean energy i think that those things address the overall issue the one thing I'm concerned with is like when they're talking about fossil fuels and working in, in those in those industries, they're basically kind of like, well, you can now work in a clean industry. And I think and, – and you can push back or, or tell me how you feel about this. If the federal government is going to be the ones to shift or influence the market to now shift towards clean energy mm-hmm. and kind of – insinuate that these people need to now move or find jobs in those industries then maybe there should be uh some kind of um, way to also allow those people to do that whether it's um, uh, grants for for them to take classes or whatever it more mm-hmm. requires them to now learn how to work in those industries sure what do you think
1: yeah I mean <sighs> I don't know. I I don't know. I let me give me give me a second. Okay. So what do you what do you think? Because you obviously. I mean, that's what about, I think. I, I, I just okay. think
0: that like if you're going to if you're going to say like, hey, we're going to move from these industries and, and the, you're going to see lesser and lesser jobs, mm-hmm. which you might obviously if you're now going to invest in, in yeah. wind farms and solar and, and 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 that kind of the answer is like get a job in those industries. Well. If you're 34 years old and you've mm-hmm. been working in a, a set industry, but now the government is shifting the market or the development of something else mm-hmm. and requiring states and the nation to now have legislation limiting, you know, pollution or whatever it may be. So yeah. there's obviously a shift or control in the market. Then providing, like I said, grants or providing opportunities for them to now, like, here. It's going to have to be monetary, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like, here, we'll pay for you to go to school for do this. Or, hey, here's a subsidy for, you know, while you go to school. This is some – not loans. I don't want to have school loans. Like, if, if we're trying to avoid school loans, then let's avoid school loans. But if you're going to dictate the market like that, I think that there should be some some help from the government if that's what they want to do to, to, to help these people with those jobs.
1: Well, I – yeah, you're not going to get any pushback from me on okay. that. I I, I agree um definitely the if you're yeah if you're going to be if you're gonna the government obviously weighs is weighing the the positive and negative externalities right. of of being involved in the energy sector to the point of favor using tools to favor companies yeah. that are going to be do providing different uh different you know energy mm-hmm. inputs the energy mm-hmm. Um, the economy is naturally going that way anyway. It mm-hmm. would naturally go that way. So I think the federal government is just for, for, for sure. F- not only is it in American America's best economic self interest; it's in the best interest of our survival as humanity. Yeah. So I mean, there's that there's mul- there's reasons on multiple levels to 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 f- try to for the federal government to facilitate this change. And it's not like this is the first time the government has ever f- has ever ch- has ever inserted itself into the especially the energy sector of the economy yeah. this, ha- this has happened at multiple times throughout our throughout our country trying especially you, know, you could even the the whole debate between hamilton's industrialization of the of the united states versus jefferson's yeoman farmer visualization mm-hmm. like this goes this this how to what extent does the federal government play a role in the shaping of the of the united States' economy right this is a debate that goes back to our founding mm-hmm. so this isn't really anything new it's just the modern iteration of it and i don't have anything problems with it but i think you definitely do need to see retrainment because i think it's um like you said you're, you're like you're right like what do you do with People who are older but are still a working age are still 20, 30 years away from retirement. Right. All of a sudden now, because uh, because of changes in the natural progression of the economy, mm-hmm. but also being accelerated by um, the federal government's decisions, right or wrongly, um, are going to find themselves without a job. Yeah. And yeah, we I, th- I I do I agree. You have to have. I think the federal government has a responsibility to uh, have retrainment, Right. Programs that allows those people to make those transitions, and I don't know
0: if there's any plan or or anything like that, but that's the one thing that like I started thinking about. I was like, okay, because we've talked about this before. That is one of my biggest issues is climate, mm-hmm. and and addressing climate concerns. So I'm I'm stoked to see that they're actually doing that. But then you know that doesn't. I'm not. A robot. I am human. I do think about the human element and the consequences and those affected by it. Mm-hmm. So that is immediately something I, I I thought about.
1: Yeah, people working in the in the oil industry, like those are, yeah, it's boomer it's boomer bust. Right. Energy is always going to be boomer bust, mm-hmm. but those are good paying jobs. Yeah. Oh yeah. And they provide a lot of li- a lot of you know a, a good livelihood for the most of the people that are in that industry. Right. And if you think about transportation of that of that, you know, in terms of truck, you know, trucking, being able mm-hmm. to, to move oh, yeah. that oil, like there's a lot, there's a, that just the other things that the energy sector, other, the other parts of the economy that the energy sector affects yes. are going to be, are going to be affected as well. Um, so yeah, there's, it's going to take, it's going to be a big overhaul. And it's going to take a lot, which is, and we're behind the rest of we're behind the rest of the industrial post industrialized world, yeah, especially Europe in terms of getting on this. And, uh, um, Germany's been working on completely re modernizing their electrical grid. Yeah, they've been doing that for a decade. That's like insane. we're so far behind these other countries. Yeah, and. So yeah, it's going to be it's going to be painful, mm-hmm. and but unfortunately, that's it's a nece- it is a necessity, right? And I think Biden, if I can remember right, Biden, like he he paid at least lip service to uh, to saying we need to. He's like, I'm not against fracking, I'm not against the oil sector, but I'm for moving away from it, yeah, responsibly over time, giving people the ability to still be able to live. But over time like yeah maybe you maybe by the time you reach retirement age you've been able to work in the oil in the oil industry but your your kid it's yes don't get your kids into that industry because yes. by the time they're of working age right that industry is going to be dead mm-hmm. so it's like start thinking about the next generation For Like sure start pushing those trade schools in those industry in those mm-hmm. industries in this in the solar or wind or whatever hydro start Emphasizing trade schools that emphasize that more so than stuff that, you know, diesel technology, stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know. But um, obviously, very surface level understanding of of how all that works, but it's worth it's a worthwhile conversation. I
0: mean, we're having the conversation, we're interested in it. Mm -hmm. Most people don't give a a Mm -hmm. crap about, you know, any of this. (laughs) Every,
1: the, the, there's always been revolutions. There's always been revolutions to input standards. Yeah, you know, it went from wood and then wood to coal, coal to fossil fuels, and now fossil fuels to renewable energy. It's, it's, a it's a progression that would because renewable energy is a cheaper form of energy. Yeah, but it's really really expensive to harness. Yeah, which, which, rich countries have the ability to afford that. Right to invest in that. That's right. going to take, that's going to take government and in, investment to do. Right. Realistically, you just like the private, the, the private market can, can be the ones to administer it and figure it out, but it's going to take it. It's going to take the arm and the coordinating arm of the federal government and the ex, extensive pocketbooks right. of the federal government to be able to, to make that happen. But it's in our interest to do it.
0: Yeah. What drives me crazy, and I posted this on my story, I'm sure you saw it, the, the difference, uh, it, was a, it was a side-by-side photo of, um, I think it was, it was India, I know it was India, of India during the lockdown and India prior to the lockdown and just the smog and the mm-hmm. pollution. And for me, for people to say that like we aren't influencing the environment is insane to me. Because you saw it all over the world. There's maps from China um, where when they were on lockdown, just the pollution that they were emitting was just like more than half. It was just non-existent compared to what it usually is. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, obviously China is a huge contributor to the pollution. I mean, Kerry was talking about the, the numbers in which they're polluting, and it's I think it's double the U.S. It's it's gross. Mm-hmm. Um and that's what his job is to do is to, to kind of get the international world on board with with moving forward and climate change. But uh, it, for people to deny that we are affecting the environment, whether that's causing the climate change, you know, that's where I think people differ. But there are those who also deny that we even we even influence it in any way. And it's like, dude, just look at the sky in this picture. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. You're breathing that people are breathing that. Animals are breathing that. Mm-hmm. And that's just one example. Um, sorry. I care about that stuff.
1: <laughs> I need to be sorry. But, I, I mean, I care it, about it too. It also
0: falls back to your hunting example. Like things are being affected. Mm-hmm. So let's try to change that. So you can enjoy things like nature hikes or hunting mm-hmm. or whatever the hell it is. People enjoy being outside. Yeah. You're gonna live in a VR hunting world one day. I mean, how rad is that going to be?
1: That's going to be pretty awful. Yeah, pretty pretty awful. Watch um, it, Inception is one of those things that makes me think about that. Where like there's like a little just remember the, the movie Inception with Leonardo DiCaprio where they yeah they of can, course they go into dreams yeah where there's like there's a little clip where lero and his crew go into they go to meet with this one guy and he's like work he like works at this under he like owns this underground cafe where people just go in to basically go to their lives which are their dreams like he's like they don't come here to go to sleep they go they come here to be woken up yeah to live and so i almost i i that one that stuck with me so much because like is that something that we're going to be heading to it's like when like we've destroyed our world around us the only way to escape it is to use go to is turn to, turn to technology
0: and oh. is it going to be for nostalgia for nostalgia mm-hmm. yeah could be right the world we're living in is so brutal that you're going into a virtual world to live in a world that was prior to your own mhm you ever watch 12 monkeys no Dude, I just watched it, and this has got me thinking down the spiral rabbit hole of thoughts. But it's uh, Bruce Willis and and Brad Pitt. Bruce Willis is a time traveler from the future. There was a virus that... That evolved, that was introduced in 1996 to the population around the world, and then everybody started getting sick. And in the future, they think it was started by this group of radicals called the 12 Monkeys. So Bruce Willis is sent back in time to kind of find out where and when the virus was released so that the people in the future could stop it. Um, he, He first gets sent back to 1990 on accident, so then everybody thinks he's crazy, and it's just it's a it's an interesting movie Hmm. um and he's like i'm here to find the 12 monkeys i'm from the future and every he gets put in an insane asylum that's where he meets brad pitt and brad pitt's a crazy person and then all of a sudden he disappears he goes back to the future then he's like dude i know where the 12 monkeys are send me back so he goes back and they send him right back to 1996 he runs into the psychiatrist that he had originally met in 1990 and she's like where have you been this six years he kidnaps her it's this whole thing right so he's trying to find the 12 monkeys um and it's it's a good movie. You should watch it. You should, okay. It's on HBO Max. You won't watch it, but you should watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just do. You like sci-fi? Yeah, I love sci-fi and, and time travel and like. So it's just this whole dystopian like it, it. The world is going, and he keeps he's just tracking down the virus, trying to find out. Who releases it and when it gets released. And he's he's trying to find the 12 Monkeys and Brad Pitt when he met Brad Pitt. Like he said something in 1990 that inspired Brad Pitt's actions in 1996. So was it the future who influenced the present mm. or the past? And like it's – it's I love stuff like that. Um, but this has got me thinking about Donald Trump and Joe Biden. Okay. <laughs> so – I'm just – I'm worried – so I just – I think on I'm, on paranoid scale of like Donald Trump introduced this, this new radicalization of like governing and it scared the hell out of us, right? Mm-hmm. So does that now – are we now permitting Biden to come in and, quote, correct the things that he's done and are those corrections going to lead to worse things in the future? There's no way of knowing, but I, I, I get down this – fear rabbit hole of just like wait
1: well yeah I mean that's a slippery slope argument right right and is the slippery slope argument valid
0: I mean is it a slippery slope because if if it's a correction are we allowing more to happen because of the correction to correct while also maybe some other things are being done I don't know I don't know I'm just saying Hmm. I just, uh, I, <laughs> I'm a little afraid for the future, not because of Joe Biden, but because of, you know, what if the future one day is looking back on us like this moment or this thing was the thing that happened that let us down?
1: Well, I think if there's going to be a moment, it's going to be the uh, the Senate, the, the Senate uh, refusing to impeach, imp- well, to, you know, convict yeah. uh, the president. Yeah. So. He, he's Why do basically you think that? getting off scot-free yeah it's basically saying you can do say whatever you want you can you can try a coup as long as it's not successful i mean if it, if it works you get to stay in power if it's unsuccessful you get to keep um, going yeah. on with whatever you want to do yeah and the republicans uh i thought And I bought into it too out of hope because I I was hoping to a return of normalcy by the Republican party. Mm -hmm. But as we've gotten removed from January 6th, uh, the Republican party is definitely still very much in the hands of Donald Trump. Yeah. The house minority leader, Kevin McCarthy was at Mar-a-Lago today. Was he? Meeting with Trump. Was he? Yeah. And you still have, um, you still still have Rand Paul going on the, on the talk shows saying that the, the election was fraudulent. I mean, He's like, wow. well, if there's seventy five, you know, if there's seventy five million uh, Republicans out there who feel that the the election wasn't, uh, you know, wasn't conducted in a manner that that would, are worried about the sec- the security of our elections. Well, then maybe we should look into that. It's like you dumbass. The only reason why they're worried about it not being secure is because of the lies you're perpetrating. Yeah, like you're the one out there making them feel like it wasn't secure and you're using that as a political tool like oh, yeah. and then now you're saying that we need to go and investigate fraud in our elections based off of your hearsay which is not based off a of fact no. in any way shape or form do they for i mean of course they know but they are purposefully omitting oh, the yeah. fact that trump led had a fact finding mission he commissioned a fraud investigation mm hmm After 2016, to try to prove that he actually did win this, the this is how petty and egotistical the president is. After he won, after he won in 2016, he commissioned a fraud investigation to try to prove that he actually did win the popular vote. Oh, because he was all upset about how he didn't win the popular vote, so he was trying, so he was trying to prove that. There was fraud on a mass scale in 2016, an During election in which he had won. Yeah. And it found nothing. Yeah. It just like um, the Senate's investigation into Biden's wrongdoing in Ukraine. Mm-hmm ended with a whimper because there was nothing, right. it's the same thing. It These is. people propagate a lie. They get their people to, to mop it up because they have essentially have a state-run media outlet and Fox mm-hmm. News, and then they go and then try to tell the rest of us that we need to correct for something that they made up. Right, it, It's so blatant. I, I just... I can't... This is... I'm just disgusted. <laughs> Marco Rubio Marco Rubio was out there saying this. Mar- all of these, all of these, there's like 30 something Republican senators now yeah. who are, who aren't going to vote to convict. Some people are saying, are hiding under the, well, you know, it's not really, we don't know if it's constitutional, if you can convict a president who's no longer sitting. Okay. They're saying, what well, because once he left office, yeah. is it, can you even impeach him at that point? Right. I, you're going to hide behind process? I mean, you're hiding behind process at this point? Is that a fair argument? I don't know. Yeah. Like, part of me wants him to be convicted. For sure. But is that emotion-driven? Right. And is it actually constitutional? The Constitution is vague on that. Right. Um, Justice Roberts is not has chosen not to preside over this Senate uh, trial. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be Pat Leahy, mm-hmm. who's a senator. Mm-hmm. So I don't... I mean, I don't know. Like, is it is it constitutional? And can you blame? I mean, obviously, there's a lot to blame with people like Howley and Cruz because they right. were th- those people are hacks. But like, the majority of of senators, Republican senators, who are not who are going to vote to not convict because of they're not sure if this is constitutional. Yeah, is that a fair? Is that a, is that a fair cover?
0: Ooh, I think so. But then, yeah, if you don't have any Supreme Court justices interpreting that, how are you to know?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How are you to know? Ooh, that's tough, dude. I mean, I, I get it. It's all political, though. That That's all it is. Well, now the
1: Democrats are looking for alternatives to impeachment to hold the president accountable for, oh. his, for his actions. Yeah, Like what? I don't know. That's just, Hmm. I don't know what else, I don't know what other tools they have. They're not, they're not, they don't have any sort of law enforcement. They don't have any, they can, they could go and have a, they could have hearings. They could have, um, they could could spur an investigation, but there isn't any, they don't have any sort of, they don't have the bill. They don't have the, I mean, they're not the judiciary. Yeah. And so they can't have any punitive actions right. and they don't have any law enforcement capability. Right. That's the executive. So they don't really have other than impeachment. They don't really have any other tools to hold them accountable. Dang. So I don't know what, I don't know what their recourse is, but it's, he's obviously not going to be convicted and right. he's, he's just sitting down there in Mar-a-Lago right now, taking a break and he's letting his lieutenants out there doing his work for him. Oh, that's I just scary. really, I just really thought, that the Republican Party would rid themselves of him.
0: Honestly, it felt like that for a minute there. Mm-hmm. It really did.
1: But they're apparently so afraid of the MAGA crowd. I mean, these people are nuts, man. Did you hear about Sequium Washington changing their name?
0: No. Yeah,
1: so Sequium is changing its name to QAnon Washington. No, it's not. I swear to God. look at Yeah, Google it.
0: How, how, no. How mm-hmm. do you do that? The mayor? Shut up.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Google Sequim, Washington. Name change. It's crazy, dude. I just, I I, if I lived in Sequim, I would I would have to move. And when did Washington become such a hotbed of right wing conspiracy nuts? Like we're always known up here to be a bunch of granola eating leftists. Yeah. And then how did our two states become so? Like we're like we're the battleground between hardcore left antifa and uh, right wing nut jobs.
0: Uh, s- he, a group wants Sequiem Mayor ousted after QAnon conspiracy comments. So there's some pushback, but yeah.
1: Oh, That's new for today then, because w- yesterday the mayor announced that he was going to be changing the name to QAnon.
0: Wait, this is from September. Sorry. Oh. That is from the comments. Um, so just, I'm not seeing anything from today or recent.
1: Oh. <laughs> it was shared on um, maybe it was an old article and I didn't realize it. It was shared on a, a Clark Clark County forum, which is a Facebook group. That
0: yeah, I'm not seeing anything.
1: Oh well, then never mind. <laughs> Forget about
0: that. Anyways, no, but it, 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 there is. Yeah, I think you have an excellent point of like the these two states have just been like when do, you hear nationally people referring to like. Chaos in in the country's uh, you know, falling apart, and they're like, "Look at Portland, Oregon." It's like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's uh but there's also this, you know, massive group of QAnon supporters and conspiracy theorists who are just like, "Whoa, okay, did we just get duped?" And they're kind of pissed about it mm-hmm. because Trump didn't stay in office and he didn't fight the 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 hell demon worshiping pedophiles known as the democratic party <laughs>
1: <laughs> the, the democratic cabal
0: yeah yeah
1: i don't I, I don't know how they continue to i don't know how you continue to b- b- believe in that crap
0: me but neither i mean and digging their heels in for trump it's so weird they're digging their heels in. I had
1: a... Oh, I screenshotted this. I wanted to go over these these stats really okay, quick. Okay, what do you got? Um,
0: dum, dum, dum,
1: dum, pay no dum, attention dum. to a stalling for time. All right. Uh, over half of Republican voters believe that Trump should either probably or definitely run for president again in 2024, according to a Politico morning consult poll released today. Half? Half? Half. Okay. um, Over half. Over half. Just over a third of Republican voters, 36%, think he probably or definitely should not. Republicans are closely split between the Republican Party and the theoretical idea of a Patriot Party that Trump recently floated. 33% said they are more interested in being a member of the Republican Party, while 30% said they would be more interested in joining a potential Patriot Party. 11% expressed interest in neither. A quarter of Republicans said that they did not know what they would do. The poll was conducted from January 22nd through 25th among 599 Republican voters and 581 Trump voters. The margin of sampling error was plus or minus four.
0: Okay, so I did hear about that Patriot Party. How do you feel about that?
1: Uh, I think it's great because it's going to destroy the Republicans. (laughs)
0: i thought the same thing i was like do it bull moose party yeah if you're a
1: historical parallel Mm -hmm. um when teddy roosevelt said i would not i'm not going to run for president again and then said and then caveat as a republican so he went and started his Mm -hmm. he went and started because he took over from when mckinley was assassinated teddy roosevelt um Took over and then won re-election mm-hmm. and then said, you know, keeping like I've served my two terms, I'm not going to run again. But then decided he was going to run again, but didn't run as a. But him and the Republican Party had a split, and mm-hmm. he's like, well, f- fine, F it, I want to run as a bull moose. Yep. And it split the Republican ticket. So yeah. Uh, uh, is that the plan?
0: Why, why? Why is Trump even suggesting that?
1: Because he doesn't care about the Republican Party. I understand The Republican that. Party is Mitch McConnell. He That's the establishment. win.
0: He will not win.
1: It's not about winning.
0: What is it about? It's not
1: about winning the presidency. You know how much money he'll be able to make off of being the, the lead of this Patriot I mean, Party? maybe
0: that is the new business for him. Yeah. It probably is. Is making It just incor-
1: like it incorporated itself in Texas.
0: I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. So is that all it is for him is making money?
1: That's all it's ever been. Why do you think he ran for president?
0: Yeah. And perpetuating the lies over and over about fraud. Mm -hmm. So people keep donating money to him.
1: That's all it's ever been funneling like being able to be president. He was able to funnel all that money to his properties. Right. By having his by having lavish state parties Mm -hmm. at his properties. Right. Staying at his properties and then charging a secret service to stay there. Yeah. It was all a money scheme. That's all it's ever been with this guy, and that's all this patriot thing is. Yeah, he wants to monetize patriotism.
0: It's a profit deal.
1: The the, the flag. Yeah, it's a money symbol. That's all it is to these people. It not The idea of America is nothing more than a dollar. Is nothing more than dollar signs to the people who are, unfortunately, manipulating the emotions and the feelings that people have about that about that flag.
0: Right. Did you see what Megan tagged us in?
1: No, uh, on Facebook? Yeah. No, she t- tag us?
0: She tagged uh, the podcast in, oh, she did. um one of her posts. Oh, see,
1: I don't have access to our...
0: You don't? To
1: our Facebook, no. Oh, you
0: silly boy. I'll hook you up. Okay. So she says that her neighbor replaced her American flag with the Gadsden flag. And then she posted an image of... It's usually like a butterfly guy like mm-hmm. w- signaling over to a butterfly, but it's the flag... Uh, don't tread on me okay. yellow flag with a snake people yeah. are familiar with it and it says is this patriotism <laughs> 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 and then she said say what you mean
1: well i uh that's funny thank you megan yeah if, if you're listening to, <coughs> for sharing this and that uh, we need to have her on again absolutely um, especially
0: in this space dude i know this is like so conducive for that
1: mm-hmm. anyway so what was I saying? Oh, I was driving by money, the, money these signs. people, uh, money, but uh, Trump supporters, oh, specifically okay. in flags. So I was going up to a, I was going up to Richfield on Sunday. Okay. And I take the Richfield Junction exit right there at Pioneer Street. Mm-hmm. And I'm going like that overpass right there. These people have not given up. They've been in there every weekend. I've driven by waving their Trump flags, their uh, Patriot prayer flag, like whatever, like all of they've got like a shit ton of flags. These people, it was pouring rain on Sunday and these people were still out there. Give them credit for that. But I saw something that was weird. They had an American flag upside down below a Trump flag. They had a Trump flag above Mm -hmm. the American flag and the American flag was upside down that's, but it, that's but,
0: patriotism but
1: it was all surrounded by other like blue eyes matter flags mm-hmm. um there was one that had like biden's face on the middle of like the looney tunes like mm-hmm. uh you know at the end where porky that's Big comes out, yeah. yeah like so it was him in the middle of that looney tunes like spiral thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and but there's was, there's was a bunch of other like you know, your, your typical Patriot prayer, Trump supporter flags, but I just thought I was like, and so I wasn't going to, I usually when I'm driving on the freeway, I'll stick my finger out and flip them (laughs) off as I'm driving by. (laughs) It's one of my favorite things to do. Kylie hates it. But so, but this time I was on their road, right? I was on the overpass and I'm like, I'm not going to do anything. But then I saw the American flag upside down and then that caused me to go "Mm," roll down my window F you as to that specifically to that flag right. upside down you don't get to put my flag upside down yeah this is this is not it's not your flag right it's not you don't get to define what real america is that is as much my flag it is your flag and put that fucker right side up
0: <laughs> i love that you do that did you honk no i just flipped him off you're scared huh honk next time
1: why they saw me. Did they? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, they. I made sure they. I made sure Did they, they saw me. Did they yell
0: at you? And, ah!
1: no, they just they waved. Oh. So it was kind of anticlimactic.
0: I mean, at least you didn't get hit by a car or anything.
1: That's true. <laughs> hey, you'll be proud of me. I had another. I had another sh- chance. Okay. At a uh, at stopping a at uh, at stopping a a shoplifter. Okay. And this time. I confronted him in the store because uh-huh. I, I knew he had concealed something. Uh-huh. So I went and confronted him uh-huh. and he wouldn't give it up. Kay. And he started just walking out the front door. Uh-huh. When he got outside, I confronted him again. And I said, just, I said, give it up. Like it was a holster. So I figured if he has, if he's getting a holster, he's got a he gun, probably has a gun. Yeah. Should probably only push it so far. Yeah. So when I got outside, I confronted him again. I said, where'd you put the holster? And he's like, He's like, oh, I set it back where I set it back where where it goes, and I'm like, no, you didn't. I said, I saw you in I saw you in the fish one of the fishing aisles with it. We show. He's like, I, oh, I must have put it there. I'm like, well, will you come back in and show me where it is? He's like, I'm not coming back in the store. And I said, okay, well, you're trespassed. Uh, you're not allowed on Fisherman's Marine property again. I called the Tactical Teddy Cornerstone Group, yep. and uh, he started. He he just took off. And by the time Cornerstone was able to come, he had already made it across the street onto Walmart, which they're not allowed to go. Mm. Um, so, but I didn't try to tackle him. <laughs> I didn't try to chase him. I just confronted him, trespassed him, and let what him. What was the
0: cost of the holster?
1: I was like, it was $50. Yeah,
0: what if it was 5000
1: uh, I might have done something more. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: Uh, okay, so one last thing I wanted to talk about. We're on this, we were talking about money, right? Mm-hmm. GameStop.
1: I, I, everything is exploding about this and I haven't gotten, like, I don't know anything about it. So
0: inform me. Okay. So it's, it's stocks and I know nothing about stocks and trading, but I've done a little bit of research, you know, Dimitri does all this. He's all invested like full in on stocks and trades and following all these Facebook pages and Twitter pages. He's so into it. Right. So. (sighs) I was like, I need to know what's going on. Like, this is this is interesting. So essentially, what you can do is you can bet on stocks either succeeding or failing. Mm. And um, I don't know the specific individual's name anymore off the top of my head. Uh, but he, wh- what he'll do in his group in his business will do was it will say like, "Oh man, this company is doing so poorly. Don't buy stocks in this company." And he signaled GameStop as the one to do it. And he's bashing GameStop. His company's bashing GameStop on social media. So then a bunch of people on Reddit were like, dude, F this guy, he's just lying and trying to get people to not buy stocks so that he, because he's betting on it to you. That's how it works. Mm -hmm. You're betting in the stock market. You're betting that it's going to continue to fail. So he'll earn and make more money. And so they said, F that. So a bunch of people, like thousands of people, and it just has escalated on Reddit have said, go buy stock in, in. Uh, GameStop. So everybody has just bombarded the market and bought stocks in GameStop uh, as of – I have a thing right here. As of yesterday, it was up 1,700%. Oh, my God. So this guy, this individual, needs to pay into the stock for – so instead of earning money for, mm-hmm. because it's going negative, you have to pay into it to, like, stay afloat. So he's losing money be- as it goes up. Oh, there are people who who bought who had stock like little just, joes, average joes who had stock in a GameStop for whatever reason, who made fifteen million dollars from this. Oh my God! That's... Just so they now they what they've been doing is they've been watching these. Um, market influencers that are saying like oh don't buy this stock or don't buy that stock so that they can earn millions and they're just bombarding the stock market and buying stocks in amc theaters Mm -hmm. which is not doing anything right now because of the covid and then gamestop two basically obsolete markets right now oh blockbuster there's one store in the world but there's still stocks for blockbuster they all bought stocks in blockbuster So they're literally influencing the market and making millionaires out of themselves. Mm. Because if you have so average Joes who still have stocks in these markets or these companies, and then everybody buys stocks, now the price goes up, you can sell, now you're a millionaire. And now all these hedge funds are losing billions of dollars because they're influencing the market.
1: Wow. Yeah. Mm. Crazy.
0: It's insane. But... Dimitri texted me this morning. He's like, dude, the government and the billionaires are hand in hand. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I guess the SEC is now restricting average Joes from buying into certain companies. I was researching right Mm -hmm. before the show started. I didn't see anything specifically. But if you look at the Trump administration, they did and I get the point behind it, you know, obviously, but now, now I'm looking into the relationship between government and stock market, right? If it's supposed to be this free market of like buying and trading and we, we, you and I are allowed to get into it and start doing it. If we are allowed and all these people on Reddit who don't normally do it are now doing it and costing billions of dollars to these, these corporations or these hedge funds. Now, now there's a little bit of panic because the billionaires are losing billions. Mm-hmm. And the average Joes are making millions. But
1: but who's more likely to spend that money in the economy? The the average Joes. Right. And you get a lump sum of a couple million bucks. You're going to go out and spend it. Those hedge funds just reinvest it. It's not actually being used. To, it's actually money in the economy.
0: Oh, that's a great point. That's a great point. Um, but Donald Trump, he restricted uh, uh, buying shares for Chinese companies that have relationships with the Chinese military. Sure, right. Yeah. So there's the government influence that makes sense. So I'm 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 trying to do a little bit more research. It, mm-hmm. I think this is interesting that these these trolls basically you know stuck it to the man and said f you. Yeah. And now they're buying and, and kind of allowing just average Joe's to and and it's all done publicly. The conversation's all done right there on Reddit. And now I think that they're trying to they're trying to find maybe like Discord uh, private discord places to like now have these conversations and they're buying into these failing companies to basically screw the system.
1: Good for them. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. I mean, as long as it's not, I mean, this could turn into a coordinated effort and they just become their own version of the hedge funds. Exactly.
0: Absolutely. Right. Well, and then, then that's the thing is like, they're not doing anything different that these hedge funds have been doing. Mm -hmm. forever yeah they're just doing it to stick it to those people but once people start profiting from that do they become the pigs yeah or the humans i mean Mm -hmm. probably right Right? probably interesting right
1: it is that is really interesting thank you explaining that to me because i had no idea barstool was all about it yeah um
0: the guy who the guy whose company originally was claiming that gamestop was gonna mm -hmm. tank he's donating like i think a couple million dollars to barstool's um, small business oh, really? fund, yeah, okay. yeah. So I mean, he's taking it. He he was on the air and people were crapping on him, and I mean, he's just doing what they're doing, mm-hmm. um, but on this corporate level. And you know, uh, people can crap on this guy, but he's he's just manipulating the system the same way that the people on Reddit are, right? Mm-hmm. But he was just like, no, they're sticking it to the man. It's kind of cool, like he said that. And but now I guess there's a connection between the government and the billionaires now trying to restrict. Who can invest in what? I need to do well, more. Well, of
1: course, the billionaires are going to be pissed, and they're going to go to the they're going to go to the politicians who they've donated to their campaigns yeah. oh, and yeah. been like, "Do something to change this." Yeah. Now, whether those politicians end up listening to them or not, that's 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 another story.
0: It's just crazy, but that's something to keep an eye on. I'm interested in. I'm looking more into it and, and researching a little bit, and it's kind of fun.
1: Yeah sounds like a fun fun story
0: i'm not gonna invest yeah it's scary it's a gambling dude mm-hmm. i don't gamble do you no oh uh
1: well i i have been doing actually nothing oh. it. this is why i would never do stock markets because i'm terrible at guessing these things oh dude
0: you would pick the losers every time
1: every single time <laughs> you have no idea okay so i've been doing oh you daily, owe me a taco by the way i do i do the <laughs> uh i do these things i i do the daily fantasy picks Yeah, team picks for not team picks for a player like it's daily fantasy. Okay, so you pick a roster NBA of of NBA. Dude, I do that too. Do you? Why
0: aren't we in the same league? I'll invite you next time. I do FanDuel. Who do you do? Uh, ESPN. Okay, no,
1: like I'm doing it, but for the money one.
0: Oh wow! Yeah, so
1: like the daily, the daily fantasy, not not the season. So you pick. so for every day, you have to be I have to be in Oregon to place my bets cuz sports betting isn't legal in Washington. Right. So I have to g ge- my I have to geographically be in the state of Oregon well, for you me work to place there. my bets. So yeah. yeah. Um so you got to like, go to NBA and then you can enter all of these Do you
0: have a set roster?
1: No. So you well yeah, you have to you pick your roster and you have like a $60,000 salary cap oh. and you have to like you can and so you like if I wanted to do this like full full roster and then so if I wanted to do um I don't know. I guess just go to the featured here. Okay. And so I wanted like, so $25,000 in prizes. Okay. And it's like a fi- only a five cent entry. or it's, oh, it's like, wow. So then you pick, so then you go to uh, enter a new lineup mm-hmm. and then you pick, so you have $60,000 and if you want to like, the, your top players are going to be like, quite a bit of your salary. Oh, yeah. So you got to try to find value. So you draft two point guards, two shooting guards, two small forwards, two power forwards, and a center. With a $60,000 cap. Yeah. And so you can pick whatever player. So you can have the same roster as another person who's entered. And you're going against... Hundred, Dude, that's you're going totally against, gambling. You're going Jay. against 100,000. <laughs> you're going against like hundreds of thousands of people who yeah. are entering these contests. And, like, some dude, like, I was in a contest yesterday. The first place, $100,000 to the first place person. Whoa. And so I'm thinking, like, oh, I know I know basketball, right? I do this, like, three, they're, like, $3 entries into yeah, this, yeah, like, yeah. $100,000 of the winner. <laughs> like, it's something like $400,000 in prizes. So, uh-huh. like, the top, like, like, basically, if you're replacing the top 50000 yeah. you get, like, five, you can get, like, Fifty-five bucks. I mean, and it still, pays for entry yeah. plus a couple dollars. So uh, I'm like, there's no way I'm not going to place in that, right? I yeah. have yet to win money, and I've done of these for like four, like I've done four or anything? five of these. I haven't won anything. Who are you picking? I'm picking people I think are going to be good.
0: Stop. But, but it. apparently
1: not. I. It's just it's so frustrating. How many times
0: have you picked Andre Drummond?
1: I have not picked him yet. He's
0: smashing for freaking fantasy. Is he? Yes.
1: Okay, for uh, Cleveland. Yes. Yeah, I picked. Uh, <laughs> So I've been like, my, my I've been riding team. the DeAndre Ayton train.
0: Oh, dude! Look, I love the Suns, <laughs> val- but he's stop va- it! He's value
1: at center, though. You're reading into it wrong. He's Are you watching matchups? Yeah, of course I'm watching matchups. Well, I mean, like I'm playing tonight because I know that I know <laughs> I know that Houston is, is playing, playing Portland, Portland and, yeah. and uh, Christian Wood is going to be back. So, like, that's a guy I'm going to spend big money on because he yes. torched the Blazers last time. The yes. Blazers have nobody to get the guard an athletic big.
0: Okay, yes, that's true. Mm-hmm. Great, great, great pick.
1: And especially without Nurk, yes. they have no room protection. Yeah. Christian yeah. Wood is going to be able to do whatever he wants against Portland.
0: What is the point system? Is it like, you it's, know... You
1: get points for anything, but then you lose points for like missed free throws, yeah, turnover, what is that? turnovers. Oh, um, missed free throws. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, but you get, you know, assist points and, and rebounds are where the points Blocks, are. Blocks. Blocks, um, okay.
1: Steals. Same stuff like same that. thing as mine, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Dude, that's so, so funny! Look at you, you little gambler. I
1: know. <laughs> There's not very many games tonight, so it's it's kind of a um, shortened. Tonight is tonight yes. is kind of slow. So tonight I'm going to um, tonight I'm going to play. I got oh, because so it took Fanduel to forever to accept my um, my profile. Uh huh. They accept me a free ten dollars, so I just have been playing with free with money with the free money. So. Okay.
0: Okay. Cool.
1: But that's my. That is my extent of gambling. Oh,
0: I do have. Uh, that's so funny. DeAndre Ayton is on my fantasy team. <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I oh yeah, John Wall too. Um, yeah, big money is, you know, th- it's going to cost more money to sign these guys. I don't know where, um, where Drummond falls, but I mean, as far as fantasy points in in. Uh, on ESPN mm-hmm. 12345 out of the last 5 games he's had 49 41 and 54 p- fantasy points. Oh Jesus. Then as yeah. low as 14 one night against Boston, I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Um but 54 points fantasy points that was on the 27th.
1: Really? Yeah. Like the guy that won last night had like point guards I would have never even thought about picking. It's like that's how you have to win. Yeah. It's like knowing yes. guys that like are going to like it's not about getting the dude who, yeah, Damian Lillard is going to score you 30-plus yes. points in fantasy. It's finding those guys who are going to have a 40-point night on a, on a night that is just out of nowhere.
0: So. Hello, sweetheart. This is Jake. Hi. <laughs> what, are you bringing me Tic Tacs? Okay, why? My breasts stink? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, baby. I appreciate it.
1: Sure, thank you.
0: You like her hoodie? I do,
1: Pikachu. Yeah, we you got play, that. Do you guys play Pokemon Go?
0: Uh, we used to when she was in Texas. Oh, okay. Um, but now Thank we're you. gonna we're gonna play some. Are you? Yeah, oh, yeah.
1: Okay. Well, you gotta have to add me as a friend because I oh, play yeah. too.
0: Get the puppies, babe. Harrison, Harrison go on. He's right there. He's coming. Thank you, baby. Logan, go, go. go. <laughs>
1: He's like, but there's snacks. I know they got something
0: <laughs> Well I've also been training him To go into the hat mm-hmm. So when he comes in here And he goes in the hat I give him a treat Oh really? So he just chills in the hat I got you Okay Well there you go You met uh, Lovely right there lying yeah. on air <laughs> <laughs> Brought his tic tacs <laughs> She's such a giver dude She's mm-hmm. so sweet Um, Look at you though Gambling away I know I love that That's so funny I mean it's cool It's cool And you shouldn't have told me about it <laughs>
1: I just now started to do it. I'm kind of embarrassed that I haven't won anything. Like I know a lot about the thing is I know a lot about basketball. You do, but I and I know a lot about players. I just am really bad at picking things.
0: You're you're right though. It's it's picking that one dude that nobody else is Mm -hmm. who's just gonna pop off that night.
1: My friend Matt, he won like six or seven hundred dollars. What in last season? On the uh, in the playoffs uh-huh. when the Blazers were playing the Lakers in the, in the game that Dame missed yeah in the closeout game game five yeah he had Anthony Simons and nobody else had Anfernee uh-huh. because Dame was a light game scratch yeah and Ant puffed off for like thirty in that game yeah and he like that that was the guy that boosted him into the like high into the money
0: wow yeah like last night I That's was ballsy last picking Ant dude I know
1: <laughs> right. And, like, last night I was so pissed because, all right, Mike Muscala, right, against Portland, yeah. he's a, a three-point shooting big. Towards the Blazers for, like, 25 points. Mm-hmm. Could not miss from three because they don't guard him. Right. I'm like, okay, he's playing – who the hell did OKC play last night? I can't remember, but I'm like, right. Mike Muscala. Mike no, not
0: Minnesota. Um, Warriors play Minnesota. Uh, I can't remember, I who I the, remember. Whoever OKC played. Yeah.
1: I'm like, he's a three-point shooting big. He's going to get his shots, right? I looked at his splits over the last few nights like he's been doing well because OKC has nobody. Right. He's gonna get his shots and at least play percentages.
0: Suns played OKC last night.
1: Okay, and the Suns are a good defensive team. I yeah. should have realized that he wasn't gonna be as open as he was against Portland. Yeah. But dude, he scored one fantasy point last <gasps> night. Uh. One, I'm like, not only like Blazers lost by three, mm-hmm. mostly because of Mike Muscala, yeah, <laughs> who couldn't miss, and then he goes and gets me one. Then he and then I got him like at least I I hate this dude, but I'm gonna ride his hot streak, yeah. And then he gets one, he crashes and screws me again with F- one. You, Mike Muscala, because <laughs> I had James Harden last night and he had 62 fantasy points.
0: You had him last night. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. This is I, I don't know if this is boring for the audience, but I think it's hilarious. <laughs> you cannot pick the winners, dude.
1: <laughs> Never. So we had a we had to do it for uh senior my senior year I took this uh math in society class. Okay. I so did that like,
0: for at Clark. Was it? Okay. Yeah. So I oh, took. I did that at Clark too. Yeah. Yeah. So, so easy.
1: It was like, uh in yeah, this was stupid, but it taught you all this stuff like how to um figure out interest rates, yep, did, like yep. all that kind of shit. Credit cards so and this one was like, how do invent? Like, this unit was how to invest in stock markets. And at the beginning of the year, oh. it was a, it was, you had a partner and like the whole class was on a competition. Like, who's like, you fake bought stocks mm-hmm. and then what, how did your stocks do? So this was 2009, right? Oh, right wow. before the finan- complete financial collapse. Right. Um, and I bought stock in railroads. <laughs> Why? Citibank. Okay. <laughs> and I can't remember what the other one was, but stuff that just literally assumed, like everything that was affected by the econ- by the economy taking, yeah. the housing market crash. Mm-hmm. I bought stocks in. And since Citibank was like one of the biggest housing yeah. lenders, they got a bailout and like they crashed, right? I did the worst in the entire Are you serious? class. Yeah. <laughs> and I was in the class with some dumb dumb. <laughs>
0: there's nothing more fitting than that no
1: so which is why i can never be trusted to gamble i'll never actually gamble yeah for with sure. actual like real money yeah like these pennies. little th- these little like three dollar yeah. entries every now and again when i feel like i can i can get a hot matchup right yeah. but i'm never actually going to go to a casino i've been asked to go to casinos or card rooms my whole life by yeah. my friends and i'm like i i can't go don't do i it. cannot go because I just know I'm going to outsmart that slot machine, right? Oh yeah. Like eventually, it's going to give me. It's that <laughs> belief that eventually, like, eventually, it's got to work, right? Now, right. No, and then you're down a whole bunch of
0: money. What happens so. when you start winning though? Or if you win big once, then you're really screwed. If
1: I win big once, I've already told myself what I'm doing. I'm paying off my student loans, and then I'm done. Well, you're talking that big, or or at least <laughs> helping pay off my student okay. loans. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Oh, next week I really want to talk about my. Deep dive into the S into the German Nazi SS.
0: Truman Nazi SS. Uh,
1: um, not Truman. Um, did I say Truman? Yeah. Oh, never mind. The German Nazi okay. SS. Okay. What are you thinking, Truman? And because I, th- I've always thought of the SS as like just a, um, like an elite military unit. Okay. They're far more than that, and they're actually never were a part of the German military. They were their own um paramilitary organization that mm. got government funding from Hitler they basically started as his henchmen going around burning fires and beating up communists uh-huh. to then becoming his like uh running the concentration camps um being el- being elite funded um units out uh, military units outside the scope of the ner- general mil- yeah. German military uh and the secret police okay and it's dude it's scary the parallels that they have with current modern day All right wing extremists in the United week. States in the United States, but it's freaky, dude. Yeah. It's scary. I'm stoked. All right. All
0: right. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>